Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Previously on X Men. Okay, Spidey. Next time, use the front door. Well, what do you know? Put out fly paper, catch a spider, make one wrong move, please. And you're shish kebab. Hello and welcome to Tooncast Beyond. This is episode 77. I am one of your hosts, Steve Jones. Mike, joining me is Eduardo. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing? Good to be back. Yes, we are back. We're talking more Triple X stuff. No, I'm sorry. Uh, X-Men stuff. <laughs> um, who knows? There, there might be an Axel Braun thing of that. I don't know. Does every other superhero thing. Anyway, um... Yes, X-Men Season 3 from 1992. We are here to talk about that. And we're going to get right to it, get to just the facts. We'll be back after this. New rule. Never visit the Pentagon without a road map. Who were those clowns anyway? He's in the danger room. Bad news. I was in there practicing. I left it on. What program was running? Deadly Sentinels. My spider sense is going crazy! Okay, so I'm gonna be a little late getting home. Heads up, guys! Hey gang, it's Optimus Solo, and I'm here to give you just the facts on X-Men The Animated Series. X-Men The Animated Series is an American animated television series which debuted in 1992 and ran to 1997, lasting five seasons and airing 76 episodes. It aired on the Fox Network as part of its Fox Kids Saturday morning lineup. This was Marvel Comics' second attempt at an animated X-Men TV series, following the pilot X-Men Pride of the X-Men, which was not picked up. Saban Entertainment was contracted to produce the show and hired a small studio, Graz Entertainment, to produce the episodes as it did not have the sufficient staff at the time to handle production in-house. Graz employed the creative staff, wrote and designed each episode, and even drew the storyboards. The voice work was done using Canadian studios, and the animation was done by the South Korean studio, Acom. The plot was loosely adapted from famous storylines and events in the X-Men comics, such as the Dark Phoenix Saga, Days of Future Past, the Phalanx Covenant, and the Legacy Virus. The show features a team lineup similar to that of the early 1990s X-Men comic books. The lineup largely resembles that of Cyclops' Blue Team, 
established in the early issues of the second X-Men comic series. The series' first 13 episodes were notable for being possibly the first time ever that an American animated series had a full season of episodes flow one into the next, i.e. a continuity-based show, something the series' producers fought heavily for. However, starting with season three, most episodes were shown in random order. Each episode was assigned two different numbers internally. One is for script order, which indicates the number assigned by the production company. The other is the production order, which are the official episode numbers assigned by Fox Children's Network, indicating the order that they actually received the episodes from the production company. These both vary from the order in which the series actually aired, especially after season three. So we have three different sets of orders in which these episodes could be organized. According to series writer Stephen Melching, the script order is the best guide in terms of overall series continuity, as this is how the stories were originally envisioned to flow together. The X-Men animated show was the longest-running Marvel Comics animated series for 18 years. It lasted six years during its five-season run, which was the record until it was eventually beaten by The Ultimate Spider-Man when its 77th episode aired on October 17, 2015. So from 96 all the way until 2015, X-Men was the longest-running Marvel Comics animated series. The series, though, was canceled after the episode Graduation Day, which aired on September 20th, 1997. And now for some Toon trivia. David Hemblum, the voice of Magneto in the show, was offered the chance to play Magneto in the X-Men live-action movie. Hemblum wanted the role, but he was forced to turn down the role due to scheduling conflicts with his show Earth Final Conflict, which aired in 1997. Also, the sound effect used for Magneto's magnetic powers is the same sound effect used for the Klingon cloaking device in Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, from 1984. Today's episode specifically focuses on Season 3. Season 3 lasted 19 episodes and aired from July 29, 1994 until June 11, 1995. The third season focuses on the cosmic force, the Phoenix, which merges with Jean Grey and eventually turns her into the malevolent and powerful Dark Phoenix. The season also introduced the Shi'ar Empire, who wants to stop the Dark Phoenix, including the Landria and Gladiator. Other storylines include the introduction of Wolverine's former lover-turned-mercenary, Lady Deathstrike, former X-Men member Iceman, and the villainous Shadow King. Now, after the Phoenix Saga in Season 3, episodes were aired in a more random sequence. Also, due to animation problems with a few episodes, several would actually not appear until the fourth or even the fifth season. Season 3 is where the episode order gets confusing. The Juggernaut Returns, Nightcrawler, and Weapon X Lies and Videotape episodes were originally a part of Season 4. However, they were pushed up to be included in Season 3 to make up for the lack of the episodes No Mutant is an Island, A Deal with the Devil, and Longshot, which got pushed back. In fact, No Mutant is an Island was supposed to explain Jean Grey's return, which would then set up the Dark Phoenix saga, causing some problems if you were to watch the series in actually air date order versus script order. Also to note of Season 3, we have the two-parter Savage Land, and two multi-part episodes, The Dark Phoenix Saga, which is a four-parter, and The Phoenix Saga, which is a five-parter. So that's just the facts for today, and now let's toss it over to TFG1 Mike and company as they discuss in detail Season 3 of X-Men, the animated series. Whoa! Huh? Guess the ride's over. Not for you, it ain't. Enough! What do you want here? I came to see you, Professor Charles Xavier. So that's it. I'm mutating. Into what? I don't know. Can you cure me? I'm sorry, Spider-Man. My work is not to cure mutants. I've built this complex, this school, to train them. I help them accept who and what they are. Accept it? But I don't want to be a freak. Watch your mouth, pal. Being a mutant's a gift. Well, what if this gift turns me into some kind of eight-legged monster? I wish I had an answer for you. 
I am sorry for your pain. Don't worry about my pain. Worry about yours if I mutate into a dangerous creature. And you have to stop me. All right, folks, we are back. Thank you so much, Mr. Just the Facts person. Um, we're going to kind of... I'll very Jerry Lewis of you. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Mr. Just the Facts person. Mm-hmm. There are no I balls of fire who are here. Frank Laven. Yeah. No. Uh, um, uh, I want it to be funny. Ha <laughs> ha. Not funny. Ho ho. Uh, that was from Animaniacs. Mr. Director. <laughs> um, so for this one, we're going to kind of skip our history with the show because we kind of already told you guys. Uh, so we're going to get right into the season breakdown. Um X-Men Season 3, highlights and lowlights of the season for episodes and all of that. we got to talk about the episode order. I'm going to read this directly. I know everyone hates when I do this, but I don't care. It's information. After the Phoenix Saga episodes were aired in a more random sequence, also due to animation problems with a few episodes, several would not appear until the fourth or even fifth season. So, Season 3, 4, and 5 are really fucked up when it comes to figuring out yeah. what goes where. Yep. Yep. So we kick off this season with Out of the Past two-parter, which is all about Wolverine and his former sweetheart and girlfriend, Yuriko, a.k.a. Lady Deathstrike. Yep. Which, wow, I'm surprised they were able to uh, throw the Reavers in because... I remember, like last season, when we had uh, Mister Sinister, mm -hmm. his you know his minions were the Nasty Boys, because um, like they couldn't use the Marauders because first time we ever saw the Marauders, they were, you know, massacring an entire population. So right. the fact that they were able to include the Reavers because the Reavers, yeah, did their share of you know they they're they're pretty violent characters. So the fact that they were able to use them, you know, is just I, I was I'm I'm, a I'm Kind of astonished. I think <laughs> astonished, eh? You say? Okay. Uh, no, eh, eh, no, no. Don't. No. Do we, do we need you know to jump to astonishing X Men? No, no. Pun, pun not intended. <laughs> pun not intended. <laughs> pun not intended. So no. the no. Reavers. I don't know the comic origin for them because I mainly okay, folks. And I've said this before in the last six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. Most of the comic stuff that happened in cartoons in the 90s, I learned about it from the cartoon and then went back to the... Co I, like, I was not a big comic reader as a kid. I was more of a cartoon watcher. So to find out that these, not these were adaptations of original stories by Claremont or whoever the hell at Marvel is like, oh, okay, that's cool. They adapted it. That's great. Um... The Reavers, to me, basically what you're telling me, that they're more violent in the comic, or which most things are yeah. more violent in the comic than they are in the cartoon. Yeah. You know, except, you know, when the Joker shoots Barbara. And anyway, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, uh, they look pretty tame in this. That's probably why they put them in. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, probably it's probably a little easier to do the um, to do the Reavers because for the most part, they're just cyborg mercs whereas yeah something like the marauders might be a little harder to do just because of the again their nature is just pretty violent uh you know hell one of them one of them is a guy named riptide who basically spins into a cyclone and throws out like throwing stars and stuff like that so you know oh, might wow. be a little, little harder to adapt than just okay this guy's wearing cybernetic armor and he has a bfg okay yeah we can do that mm -hmm. what i remember what i remember most about um about uh, the opening two-parter is the fact that this was on not like it debuted not Saturday mornings but actually in the evenings. It was like uh, I think beyond uh, this opening two-parter and like other stuff, Fox actually put this as like a special evening thing. I think. Yeah, for, yeah, it was definitely prime time. Yeah, it was. I forget. I forget if it was. I forget if what they had with it was Power Rangers or something else. Like, I, I forget what they had with it, but yeah, it was a couple of things from their Saturday morning lineup, and it was like, you know, special evening presentation. Yeah. Absolutely. I know at one point it was, I, at one point it was Power Rangers, though. 
Yeah, I'm it was, sure it was. At, at one of these points, they had a, a Power Rangers two-parter. Yeah, oh, it might have been White Light, maybe, when Tommy comes back because his green powers are gone think, and they create the White yeah, Ranger. So it I, might, may might have, have been, been May have been White, or may I think it was something where um, Rita Repulsa created like an evil Green Ranger clone. Yeah. I well, think it was that. I think it was that one, and, and oh. we had the Power Rangers like in Revolutionary War times. Oh boy, I I I I can't. Concentrating on X Men is hard enough for me. I I can't <laughs> I can't even begin to think trying to remember Power Rangers stuff right now. Um, <laughs> what I liked about season three, the opening to this and whatever else, like out of the past, at the end of it, it has I don't um. On Hulu, they have coming next week the Phoenix, and it has this huge. Uh-huh. Like, I took a picture. I took a screen cap because I was watching it on my actual television. Because hey, I have a TV now. Well, I don't. It's not mine. It's my fiance's. But whatever. <laughs> you have access. Access. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, so I'm watching it on there, and I I, I took a screen. I'm like, oh, it's not really a screen cap. It's me with my new smartphone angling it to the right way to just show the TV thing where it says coming next week, the Phoenix saga. I I like out of the past again, gives more backstory to Wolverine, more character depth to him. Very, very cool. Um, Just really, really enjoyed it. And then the Phoenix saga is, it's some deep stuff, folks. Yeah. Well, and some cool cameos, too. Yep. Including a certain friendly neighborhood guy that everybody knows and loves. Did he show up? Kind of, sort of. Not really. It's like, well, well, when they well, when they had all the, you know, when they, they went back to Earth and you kind of saw everybody, you know, like, all the stuff happening and, you know, all these heroes trying to, like, contain the uh, the disaster, you saw, like, a ha- you saw his hand come out and, like, web people out of the way oh okay yeah because you know we we had uh, the um uh mutant agenda two-parter in his series yeah. so yeah yep. very cool yeah so he you know pulled pulled a uh you know pulled an appearance it's like yeah guys remember i live here too mm-hmm. but the, the the difference with um Spider-Man 94 and X-Men 92, and everybody knows this, the X-Mansion is upstate New York, and Peter is in Queens. Yeah. So. Yeah, but still, you know, all the world was in danger, so, you know, Pete could take a minute to, uh... Rear his ugly head. Yeah, yeah, save a few lives, you know, War Machine saved a couple of kids, uh, I think, and, and yeah, and they even had a cameo by Mishnari, which... It's like, okay, yay, Storm's godson, whatever. Uh, where's Quicksilver? Where's Scarlet Witch? Yeah, exactly. Where, where's Quicksilver? Because we have, we have other speedsters, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. So, yeah, why there's, do we have to have there, this there, kid show you know, up? The, you know, there's, there's Barry yeah. Allen and Wally West yeah. and Jay Garrick. Uh, wrong, and... uni- wrong universe. Oh, wrong right. Whoops. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay, wrong, wrong company, wrong company. Come on. Marvel, 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 Marvel. <laughs> Although man, love Jay Garrick, especially uh, John Wesley's ship as Jay. Oh, absolutely, yes. I, I hope he shows up in season four. I don't oh, know if he actually season three. Will. Season three. Well, no, what, what, what? no, season four. No, wait, no. Flash season four now. It, yes, it's season four. Now? Wow. Yes, Jeez. Flash season four. Season three Time was, was lying. Yeah. Yes, it is. I will. I I will get you caught up after this anyway uh the phoenix saga how do we want to kind of talk about this thing because it's a uh, epic four-parter space battle shiar oh, yeah. Yeah, thing no, I, well i mean shiar and then plus yeah it's i mean it well i know that i know that the first time the live action movies decided to do this they they had it completely earthbound but mm. this phoenix saga is one of the one of the most iconic um, X-Men stories of all time and you just it's one of those things where you gotta you know you absolutely gotta like you gotta have the Shi'ar you gotta have the space and all that uh, you know so I mean that that's just the only way to do it and you know just 
it's just like you know i'm i'm sorry to say that if you know if you can't have the shiar and all that as a part of it then don't do it mm -hmm. you know i think also i think the phoenix saga i think was also shown was it also shown in the evenings yeah it was probably it all, i think it was, was. shown for, yeah. or at least if not in the evenings it definitely was a weekday thing mm -hmm. like it definitely was a weekday thing because i remember like i do remember um you know, I do remember that it was not done as a um that they definitely did it as a um as like uh yeah, that they definitely had um you know, they had it not just on Saturday mornings. I yeah, absolutely, because it was so big and like you said, it's one of the biggest most important yeah. X Men stories of all time. Yeah. In, um, you know, what I what I found interesting though, um is that you know, for those, of course, for those who are, you know, who know about comic lore, uh, we have Phoenix Saga, and, you know, it pretty much ends with, you know, the heroes, you know, the heroes triumph, universe is saved, and Xavier gets to hang around with his alien, uh, with his alien girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, we have Dark Phoenix Saga, which ended in this very bittersweet moment because, you know, uh, Jean Grey manages to assert herself. And she sacrifices herself to save the universe, you know. And poor Scott is like, "I've got a dead girlfriend now. Great." Um, yeah, she's not really dead. Yeah. Well, well, and it's like, but I noticed that the cartoon kind of did it in reverse, in the sense that Phoenix Saga ends with Jean, you know, going into the sun to like, you know, guard the Emcron crystal for eternity. Yeah. Cyclops brokenhearted, but then we have Dark Phoenix Saga, and with that one, Jean is like cured of the phoenix force and able to like and you know able to to be around so it's kind of interesting that they re reversed it like that yeah um, of course then you know we have in between this is where the um the giant's snafu of uh you know of the episodes comes in but but yeah i always just thought i always thought that was weird and, and hey gotta also gotta love the cameos that um that Phoenix Saga and Dark Phoenix Saga threw in. Like, I know, um, I want to say, I know one of them. I'm going to, I'm going to say, I want to say it was, I think maybe Dark Phoenix. Mm -hmm. it, you know, in addition to the fact that in Phoenix Saga, we had War Machine and, and Spider-Man trying to like, you know, save people while the world's about to, while the world and the universe are about to implode. I remember one there was one of them, I want to say Dark Phoenix Saga, where Phoenix is, like, flying off, and we had a bunch of cosmic and mystic characters from Marvel kind of, like, show up to be like, what is that? <laughs> kind of yeah. have that, oh, something's going going on. So, yeah. and I think also, I think also in one of them also we had, um, Captain Britain did a cameo. We just had him, like, flying around. He sees Phoenix kind of in the sky in the back, and he turns around, like, what the what the bloody hell is that? Mm -hmm. What's all the, what's all this then? So it was it was cool having those little cameos. And again, it just it's something I think I think I mentioned this when we recorded uh, season one, like way back in the epi the sixties. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, talking episode count for the podcast, not the actual year. Sixty seven. Yeah, sixty seven. Like when we were talking, I talked about one of the great things about the cameos, X Men characters, but also like Marvel Universe. So it's like yeah, yeah it's Marvel it's Universe. Stuff. Place, yeah. This is taking place in the MU. Yeah, but yeah, that is just the Phoenix Saga is yeah. I mean, ep epic is the only word that can describe it. And heck, yeah, I mean, pretty much. The, yeah, and the TV show does a pretty pretty decent job of like bringing that over. Because mm -hmm. yeah, in the comics, I mean, we we not only have we had the stuff with Eric the Red, we had the X Men traveling to like another galaxy. Uh, heck, we even had Fire Lord from uh, you know former Herald of Galactus show up for a couple of times. So, you know, it's so, yeah, they really and, and Dark Phoenix Saga, same thing, you know, it's just it was, well, not as not as cosmically epic, but still like, wow, just, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, at, at the end, you're just like, holy cow, you know, this has been a story. Yeah, absolutely. It has. Absolutely. It has there. Yeah. Between Phoenix and Dark Phoenix, like, honestly, I know there are other episodes in this season, 
but really between the five part five part phoenix saga and the four part dark phoenix saga yeah that's nine episodes of just wow oh hell yeah like oh my god um it's just so yeah. cool just so very i got cool. But, yeah, no. What what was what's really cool is um they they really didn't touch on this in the in the cartoon, but the Emkron crystal is supposed to be guarded by it's supposed to have aliens guarding it, mm-hmm. and like the first alien is this little looks like this little guy like this little tiny guy just like a couple of feet, and but this guy is so strong he actually punched Wolverine into orbit. Yeah, like that's how that's how. And then there was this other, and then like he got he got beaten, but then this new guardian shows up, which was like twenty feet high, and he he just matter of factly says, "Okay, you beat the guy before me, but I'm the next guardian in line. I'm a thousand times more powerful than him. You beat me, next guy over is going to be a thousand times more powerful than me." So it's like, oh, oh dear God, it's like being stuck in like the worst boss battle you can imagine. Because it's like. Yeah, you know, it's just going to get progressively worse until you're just going to get your ass kicked. Absolutely. Um, now, I will say, folks, I watched these episodes. I watched the series on Hulu. The Hulu order is very different than what is listed online. Um, we do have, like I said, the nine episodes that make up Phoenix and... Dark Phoenix. And yeah. Dark Phoenix. But in between those, we have, like... Obsession and No Mutant is an Island and Longshot and Savage Land, Strange Heart, um, Cold Comfort. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Orphans end, uh, courage, and then it ends with uh, Sanctuary 1 and 2. Um, it has secrets not long buried, love in vain. Uh, Xavier remembers, and it ends with a deal with the devil, which is another Omega Red episode. So, I'm not sure of the, like, that's why I tweeted at X-Men TAS. Like, what's the real order for story? Like, what's the real story order here? Um, They make sense, kind of, sort of, on the Hulu listing of watching them. Like, I didn't feel like I was out of place or anything watching these on Hulu. Um, when we get to season four next week, I will be out of place a little bit because on Hulu, Beyond Good and Evil is in the middle and not at the end, which is weird. Like huh. the the last episode of season four, because season four is only only has fifteen episodes. Last episode is Bloodlines, and I'm like, wait, yeah, what? That... like no, like can you just move those up, Hulu? Can you kind of correct yeah. that, I guess, and whatever. Well, it's well. See, it's even worse. I mean, it's it's worse because okay, you have the Hulu. I guess the Hulu, the Hulu, um, the Hulu order. I guess is supposed to be like the actual order of episodes. Yeah. Like what they come in. Um, on IMDb, they have it in order of air date. Which and the problem is, is that that's where we run into the thing where then stuff is all over yeah. the place. Absolutely. Because it has, because air date, right after Phoenix Saga, we have Savage Land, Savage Heart, and Savage Land, Strange Heart. Then we have Obsession. Then it goes into Dark Phoenix. And then the season is Cold Comfort, Orphan's End, Juggernaut Returns, Nightcrawler, and Weapon X Lies and Videotape. Yeah. So a lot of, the, a lot of that stuff. I, I will say, though, that one of the things, I will say that as far as, like, okay, as far as being problematic... Mm-hmm. I will say that, okay, where the problem goes is the fact that we have No Mutant is an Island, which has Scott taking, like, a vacay from the X-Men because he's still mourning the fact that Gene has disappeared. Yeah. Um, I remember when Savage Land, when the, the Savage Land two-parter came out, 
that we had a reference to the fact that oh, and Gene is on, you know, Scott is with Gene over in uh, in um, Muir Island, and I'm like, wait, what? Ho wait, hold on here, because she's supposed to be in the sun. Did I miss something? It's kind of like when they had the uh, the alternate ending to the um, to the uh, the Genosha two-parter in season one, and then you have like the uh, the Juggernaut episode where the mansion's obliterated. It's like, mm -hmm. wait a minute, did I wait, wait, stop? Did I miss an episode? Wait, what what's going on here? So yeah, having no mutant as an island, it then turns, you know, having it where it is, um, it makes it then a um, more of a, you know, they have it. The air date was in season five. So yeah. that that makes it kind of a that makes it more like a flashback episode than an that because again we have Scott taking a vacay trying to sort his feelings and at the end finding out wait we found Gene and it's like I have a reason to live again and not be emo mopey yes um, stuff like well the fact that at the end of one thing I was uh, Orphan's End that's not as much of a problem because Corsair is talking to Cyclops and going. Oh, so you're marrying that woman who saved the universe? Mm -hmm. Indicating it's probably after Dark Phoenix. So its placement is is okay. Um, the rest of the episodes... The placement's weird, but, like, for example, the last, the last four... The other, the, other, the other four of the last five of season three, <laughs> you could probably... You know, you could, they could probably be okay... Because if anything, the having Cyclops and Gene missing, you could always just say that, you know, you could always just, like, I took it to mean that, well, Cyclops and Gene are just, like, you know, Gene's resting and recovering. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Cyclops is just there with her because, hey, he loves her. So, you know, right. it's one of, like, there's no dialogue that specifically says, you know, well, you know, well, what can we do? Because Cyclops is still, you know, Cyclops is with Gene on Mirror Island. You know, like, there's... There's nothing dropping that specifically, you yeah, know. Yeah, there, there's nothing telling that it could be this or it could be that. It's I mean, only it's only it's only the Savage Land two-parter and yeah. and No Mutant is an Island that we really have the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you want me to really break your brain? We've been talking about the episode order for season three and season four. How about the disc episode order for the actual discs for volume four, volume three, oh, and volume hell. four? Disc oh, one man. on X Men Marvel Comic Book Collection Volume Three. Disc one lists Savage Land, Strange Heart, Two Parter, Obsession, then Dark Phoenix is the first seven is the first is the seven episodes on disc one. Disc two is Cold Comfort, Orphans in The Juggernaut Returns, Nightcrawler, Weapon X Lies and Video Tames, What One Man's Worth, and then Courage. Volume 4 is Proteus 1 and 2, Sanctuary 1 and 2, Beyond Good and Evil 1 through 4 on the first disc for Volume 4, and then Have Yourself a Morlock, Little Christmas, The Lotus and the Steel, <laughs> Love in Vain, Secrets Not Long Buried, Xavier Remembers and Family Ties is disc 2. And that's for Volume 4. <laughs> so... Uh, and that's for, coming from my good buddies over at TV shows on DVD X number of years. Like the, this, this announcement was back in 2009, obviously. So, um, so yeah, <clears throat> so there is that. Uh, uh, and yeah, that's the, only, I was looking to see if they had any other news articles with the actual episode lists on them mm -hmm. and they don't. Oh wait, Cap, how was, how the hell was Cap and Red Skull in season five? I don't remember that. Oh yeah, because they had um, there was that yeah there was a, an episode that had a flashback to Wolverine and uh, oh Wolverine that's King right that's yeah. right that's right that's right that's yeah. right okay so season three you know, good yeah well we well you know we okay there is there may be a ray of hope that may <laughs> put, that may put this whole uh, this whole debate about episode order in the later seasons to bed okay. Um, which is, there is, okay, some of the people behind, um, the X-Men cartoon are going to be releasing a book called Previously on X-Men. Yes. Which is about, which is about the making of the cartoon and whatnot. Hopefully, hopefully that will have the actual real, for reals, canon order to things. Yeah. Like I got we that, yeah we got to get Julie and Eric on here so we can actually talk to yeah. them. Yeah. Or even you know what even we got to find a way to get uh we even maybe even Larry. 
like Larry could probably yep. give us a hand with that too. You know, Larry Houston. Uh, I can't believe I'm actually calling him Larry. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, I spoke to him spoke to him once, and I follow him on Facebook. I don't know, I don't know, um, you know, I don't know if, um, you know, I don't know if I've earned the right. I don't know <laughs> if I've earned the right to call him by his first name. I mean, I'm pro I'm sure he probably wouldn't mind, but. You know, still, I kind of, kind of don't want to be presumptuous. Yep. But, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. But hopefully, hopefully that book, or you know, talking to Eric Lee Leewold and uh, Larry Houston and, and others will, you know, put to rest exactly when this was supposed to happen. Because uh, yeah, that that's the problem. Like season three is where yeah everything just starts to go haywire. Because episodes are just all over the place. Yep. So it's like, I don't even know... Yeah, it's like, do we... It's like, when I was preparing for this, I'm like, okay, do we go with air date order? Do we go with, like, official order? I don't... Uh... All as I want is... <clears throat> and so far, it's made sense watching on Hulu. It's not going to make sense in season four when Beyond Good and Evil is like in the middle of the damn season. It's not going to make sense. But uh, all as I really want is a list of the X-Men 92 animated series episodes from season one to season five that are story order. I don't care about air date. I don't care about production. I want it to make right. sense for the story. Like, okay, <clears throat> for example... You go over to IDW Publishing, they have the Turtles hardcover, the TMNT ongoing hardcovers, where they present the comic in story order. It's not broken up, it's not this, it's not that. So, you know, it just, yeah, story order, please. So, yeah. well, well, okay, well, at least, and I, I see that IDW did the same thing with, um, IDW did the same thing with um, Transformers, with their main transformer yeah. comics yeah, with, where uh, they have collections that put it yeah, yeah they they put it in they pretty much i mean i've heard some debate in the, in like where a couple of things are placed but they do have they do have like collections that put everything in in pretty much in order yeah absolutely i i will i would say though i would say that um at the very least like you know uh at the very least in the episodes, like yeah, Beyond Good. I think you were you were telling me that you think of Beyond Good and Evil as pretty much a series finale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will say though that at the very least, it's not like um, at least putting it in the middle. Like yeah, putting it in the middle of season four really doesn't make sense. But at the same time, um, at the same time. At the very least, story-wise, it's not like the episodes that are put later. It's not like there's references. You know, it's not like Beyond Good and Evil references stuff that happened in there. Yeah, you know? no, I not, know, you know, but it—it's. I mean, for me, it's more of a it's it's more of a sticking point than anything else because I just beginning, middle, end. If your ending is supposed, right. and I and I I understand. The point of the information that that was oh well they did they did do this as an ending they did beyond good and evil as the ending yeah. of the series and then Fox was like hey here's more money give us more episodes yeah or whatever it was I'm not saying anything bad about that I under like that should happen with Justice League when they when they ended it with epilogue and and all that and then oh hey yeah. we want to you know do unlimited and whatever else so I'm not saying anything against that I'm just saying whomever is at Hulu or whomever is controlling this stuff needs to put the order correctly is more so what I'm saying. It's not really anything about anybody that worked on the X-Men 92 cartoon at all because they all did mm. amazing, amazing work. Yeah. So well, hopefully, what? well, hopefully again, when previously on X-Men comes out, mm -hmm. hopefully, hopefully that can be used by a site like Hulu or you know, or um, Netflix or whatever to present it in an, in the order it was intended, you know. Yep. And then we do we do get Beyond Good and Evil at the end of season four, 
and then we get you know the the additional stuff with the different animation company in season five like after that yeah but i mean it all it it all like i think right now it all depends on what if they do have like the something about the episode order in previously that then we'll find it we'll know for sure you know because that 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 is done involving the people who made the show so that has this kind of okay this this like word of god aspect where okay we need to follow this because this is how they did it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Word so, of God, damn it. Yes. <laughs> Word of Magneto, damn it. Um, <laughs> oh, ah! No, if you want to go there. Well, it's either that or you follow Gambit, you know, down to the swamp. <laughs> um, well, hey, hey uh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of ladies dig Gambit, so, you know. Mm-hmm. And well, he digs Xa- one. Yeah, follow Xavier. There you go. There you just go. not Xavier. just just not his astral self because his astral <laughs> self is evil as all shit. Holy crap! Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did like that, and I think we do need to talk about that. Where, as part of it was Phoenix, is it Phoenix or Dark Phoenix? Where he goes all astral. Um, I think it's Dark uh-huh. Phoenix. Yes, oh, it's wait, dark. It, it's that, dark is Phoenix. That where it's him, him versus Gene. Yes, where, where it's like basically yeah, where it's in the beginning, it's him attacking everybody. Remember, <laughs> and they're like, "Why are you attacking us?" Yada yada yada, yeah. and they think it's some sort of imposter or whatever, but it really yeah. is him. And then Wolverine's like, "It's not him. I can't smell him." You know, th- you know that kind of thing. Yeah, um, dark, dark Shroud. That's what it's called. It that's okay. Saga. Oh, was it, it wasn't Phoenix. Okay, it I, wasn't Phoenix Saga. Yeah. Either way, my point is the story. The story of Xavier's astral self, or you know, basically talking about his powers. That he's at the after in the aftermath. He says, "I've worked for years trying to hone my powers and trying not to let my emotions get the best of me because this is what happens if I do." This yeah. is what happens if I let go or whatever else. So I absolutely love that. I thought that was great that they explored that. And honestly, up to this point in season three, for the first three seasons, how they've explored each individual team member's powers, they've kind like, we don't really need a lot of explanation for Jubilee. I mean, we got the whole Night of the Sentinels thing. She's just, she's a mutant. She has, <laughs> you know, mutant firework things or whatever. But, you know... But like Wolverine, that you know they did his origin. They've done like kind of Scott and Jean's origin. They they even talk about you know later on in the series they talk about oh Cable he's our son and yada yada yeah. yada and all that and everything yeah. else. They they get, give more like I really thought Morph was that. I hate to use this term, but blame not another teen movie for this, please, not me. I originally thought Morph was going to be the token black guy of the series where he shows up for five minutes, gets killed, and we never see him again. But no, they bring him back. They they redeem him. They give him character development. And that is so... I think that is so well done. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that... Well, yeah, they gave, it, was, it was nice to give him... To, and yeah, I, I kind of thought, too, that he was just the sacrificial lamb, you know, just to kind of just to kind of show off that... Yep, this, you know, this is a battle that has consequences, but yeah, they brought him, they brought him, they, you know, they brought him back. They actually made him like, you know, they, first they did the villain, uh, the villain thing, but I like that they, um, I like that they did, um, I like they did the villain thing, but then he got out of it and then they, you know, they, yeah, they kind of had him, uh. They kind of had him take a break, but I did like the episode where he came back and the fact that it's him kind of dealing with his, uh, how do we put this, his little um, dying dying uh, PTSD. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And hey, we get, yeah, and we got a, we got a cameo by, um, we got a cameo by Classic Angel when uh, Morph, um, when Morph like transformed into him yeah very cool very cool absolutely um all right so yes we are going to continue to watch kind of how's out of the season hold up i think outside of the technical issues with episode order and whatever else mm-hmm. all of these episodes are very enjoyable especially the two big story arcs that are here absolutely love them both 
Um, hmm. Again, as we said last week, probably children anywhere from 12 and up, I would say. 11 might be a little too young for this season uh, specifically. You know, well, yeah, okay, yeah, this season's a little darker. Um, yeah. But I still think if, if it's a mature enough one, they might be able to handle it. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. okay, there might be there might be a little bit of trauma involved when Jean has to, you know, do her, uh, her long-distance job in the sun, but... Um, you know, it's not, I would say that it's not so bad that, you know, we're not talking having to, to call the, um, you know, call the producers and the director and be like, you traumatized my child! Kind of like when, um... You killed you know, Optimus Prime, my son yeah, won't come out of his closet! <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and the show, the show is old enough that you could be like, wait, 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 but look, she's back! She comes back, see? It's not like you gotta. Phoenix you know, it's not also like you to go rises. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't exactly. have to go through an entire season where, or like half a season where there's no Gene, and then be like, "Look, look, it's okay, it's okay. You can come out of your room now. She's alive. See, look, look, she's alive. I'm not lying. I at promise." Least, <laughs> at least they didn't do to her what they did to Optimus. They oh, killed. Ah, they they killed him. Awake. Dark Awakening, Awakening brought him back yeah. as a zombie. It's like, um, hello. Yeah. Traumatized enough over here. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like it's like what the TF. Uh, it's like what the TF. Um, the TF wiki did. It's like showing a, a shot of like the zombie Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. and it's like, yes, kids, this is how you're gonna remember your hero. Yeah, absolutely. All right, overall rating for season three, zero to five. You can use half points for me. I'll give it a four. I guess well, I'm going to, okay. I, Oh Lordy. I'm going to give it a 3.5, not because of story quality or anything like that, but just because this is where we start to hit the, uh, the, the bump snappy. in the road. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just, and it's like, yeah, it, yeah, the, it's the bump in the road that did it. It's not the quality. You know, yeah. You got stuff. Um, oh, geez. See, it, it's, it's like so difficult because like one of the I, I, I watched it in air date order. So, you know, you have stuff like you also have stuff like the Nightcrawler episode, right. which was just which which I love, especially because it's like, wait a minute, we're going to be talking religion here. You know, we're going to be you know, we're going to be all about, you know, we're actually going to approach that in a Saturday morning cartoon. It's like, holy cow, you know. Especially seeing Wolverine kind of trying to give it a try. It's like, all right, I think I'll do this pray to God stuff. Let's see what happens. Bub. Yeah. All right, right. we're going to take one final break. We're going to come back with last words after this. Penny for your thoughts, Spider-Man. I mean you no harm. I just want to talk. I've heard all I want to hear from you ex-people. Excuse me. All right, we are back here on Tooncast Beyond, episode 77, season 3 of X-Men, the animated series. Anything we left out that we want to bring up before we get out of here? Uh, not much. I mean, you know, and, and again, uh, I kind of, it's, it's weird talking about these seasons because everything's just so jumbled. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if we could talk about this episode or not. I mean, I... I suppose next time when we do season four, you know, we could, you know, we could, we could have a little bit more legroom, but it's just, uh, confusion. Yep. So much confusion. My, my brain, my brain is doing the hurting. <laughs> I need a Gumby. I, I need the brain specialist. <laughs> I was going to say, what the hell does Gumby and Pokey have to do with it? Um, all the right. Monty Python. Monty oh. Python. The okay. Well. Yes, I am the brain specialist. Eek. Um, anything you want to promote before I close the show? Um, yeah. As usual, I'm still a part of uh, still a part of keeping it reals. You know, you can find us on Tarpio. You can find our Facebook page, which is Let's Be Reels. And yeah, we got. Well, this is a. Uh, I believe that this episode is going to be airing right before, uh, basically the week right before Halloween. 
Um, something like that. Halloween is actually the anniversary of the show. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, well, you know, yeah. it's going to be, well, uh, you know, if, you, if you're listening to this, uh, week before Halloween, I would suggest that you definitely will want to listen to keeping it reals. The episode that we're doing, it's going to be all about, cause it's Halloween. We're going to be talking all about nightmare fuel. So, you know, uh, Chances are, I mean, I know I have my list of stuff, of Nightmare Fuel stuff, and that includes, um, for example, basically almost all of Secret of Nim and a lot of the Don Bluth catalog, uh, uh, the original Wicker Man, and of course, uh, one, of my, one of my personal animated favorites, uh, The Brave Little Toaster and the song Worthless. <laughs> yes, kids, we're going to be singing while... Uh, talking cars are getting killed. Uh, but yeah, that's just a tiny sneak preview of what I'm doing, and sorry to hijack. Um, but Very yeah, cool. just listen, cool. listen, listen in because it's going to be live, live Saturday, uh, live Saturday. It's going to be 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, if you're in Central Mountain, figure it out. Do the math. Uh, I suck at math, so I can't help you. Just, Basically, uh, it's nine Easterns, eight Central. So thank you. Oh, there you go. Okay, there you go. See there, there you go. It's not, it's not that hard. Yeah, Mike. Uh, yeah. Mike now, the, now, uh, now, when it comes to Mountain Time, that's when it gets hard. Screw that time zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just whatever, whatever time zone you're in. Okay. Like just work, work yeah. it from there. Yes. Exactly. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode of Tooncast Beyond. We'd like to thank you for joining us here on the show. And, of course, we would invite you to get in contact with us to leave feedback for the show. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can check out all of our content besides this episode, along with this and everything else. Leave the show's feedback in iTunes. Please do this. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Tooncast Beyond is the show Twitter. Mine is TF2 and Mike. You can follow at Geekcast Radio for all the network updates. What is your Twitter? And my Twitter, of course, White Balloon King, but spelled W H T B L L N K I N G, because of course, uh, you know, Twitter gave me a limit. Yes. <sighs> Become a fan on Facebook. Go to facebook.com/slash Geekcast Radio Network. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tooncast Beyond, and wish you will join us next time when we will be giving you our thoughts on X Men: The Animated Series Season Four. It's the end of the world, folks. For now, I am TFU and Mike with uh, Eduardo M. Fryer. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>